And when you've got someone like that driving a ship and they know what they're doing, this is what you get. And, and, and I think the audacity that you have <laughs> to bring off such scoreline, <laughs> I applaud such audacity. And this will come back on the tenfold. Liverpool need a Fred right now. We do not need Fred. You thought you had one in paper. No, 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening, welcome to another instalment of Podcast Pundits. I'm Strives. Sometimes I go by Striver. I'm going to be your host for today. I represent Arsenal. I will try to be your Arsenal correspondent for the day because that's the only Arsenal correspondent here. <laughs> only, only Arsenal haters other than that. So yeah, you got to do that. We're we do doing, that yeah, we're doing the um, thingy, the, the clap. What clap? Oh yeah, for what clap for the you? Celebratory clap. Yeah, yeah, clap. Um, guys, I'm, I'm, nobody, you guys might have the clap, but ain't clapping for nobody, bro. <laughs> Are, are we are we are we are we levels enough to ask and uh, put some put some comments in on what you what you think is the the right thing, listeners? Um, do you want do you want to describe do you, no, you want to describe I, the terms? Do you want to describe the terms? Yeah. What was this, what was the terms? Hey, I beg you go back to each guy. They they don't even know who y'all are yet. <laughs> so let's we're gonna we're gonna go anti-clockwise. We're gonna introduce. The Liverpool correspondent for the podcast for the day. He goes by the name of Joey Nomadic, um, or just Joey. Obviously, I'm here representing a team that shall remain nameless. Um, <laughs> again, I'm just here to support the crew. Back up, nothing more, nothing less. Hold at me, bro. All right, so Joey, that's um, Joey Nomadic. He's just introduced you himself. We're now going to go over to, he is our usual host for the day, but he's had a brilliant week. I'm sure he's going to let us know all about it. He goes by the name of... Dre, man. Yep. Uh, avid Man United fan. Glad we're back. Good to see the boys back at the level that we should be at. And um, yeah, man, it's been an immense week. And um, yeah, man, it's, it brings a little tear to my eye, if, I can't, if I'm honest. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, still waiting for that clap. So yeah, man, you lot need to do that clap. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'm not too sure exactly what. Did they what, say, what did they mean when they said that? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's gone to one of the clinics or something like that. Oh, yeah. Bro, can you keep this foot off the podcast, please? Yeah. Please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to um, Drayman's left. We go on to another Manchester United correspondent. He's had a big weekend as well, celebrating De La Strada's occasion. <laughs> is that is that you call it? Stag, stag. Oh, we call it a stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, man. I, I don't know if it, if if we're gonna, you know, you don't need to squash that beef, though. You know, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If that guy, man. But yeah, bro. So yeah, um, yeah. He's just come off of a, of a good weekend, and he supports Manchester United, and he goes by the name of Marley Ma. It's been a, it's been a good week. It's been a, it's been a good week. Man United. Uh, Delivered, um, went on a stag do uh, over in Seville. Uh, saw a Seville, uh, Seville, Seville game, fantastic game, five goals in it, end to end, it's like basketball, amazing. Um, but yeah, it's been a good week, man. Who did they play? Uh, Osasuna. They lost, but a couple of scorches in the game. I'll send you the clips. Hold tight. 
Nice, man. So the football all round all weekend, brother. We love that. We love that. Right, just before I, 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 we, we get into the, the pod, it's going to be a, a good one today. I can feel it. I can feel it in the air. Um, guys, make sure you um, subscribe to us on Spotify, Podcast Pundit. Subscribe to us on Amazon, Google. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on social media as well. Podcast Pundits on Instagram is podcast.pundits. Um, you can also find us on Twitter, Podcast Pundits underscore. And yes, guys, we're going to get cracking. I think it's only right that we start off with what I would say is the massive feat of the week. Manchester United. Manchester United had a brilliant week. Last week, we said that it was probably the most important week of their season to so far. And boy, did they deliver. We Before we go, we, we, we know where we're going to end up. If you're you know if you're a football follower, you know where we're going to end up. But let's just, before we get into that, let's just start off with the midweek thriller. Mm. Can you imagine? That, that's the starters. Midweek thriller versus Barcelona. We're saying passing, passing the test with uh, flying colours, right? It seems so, you I'm know. Sure. I didn't even watch the game, bro. So you I'm can't sure. do I know you heard about it, though, didn't you, Dal? I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like United came from behind to beat Barcelona 2 1 to knock out who many people have put forth as the favourites for the Europa competition. Let's just spend a couple of minutes to just talk about that. Um, Marley Marl, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my my United commentary this weekend is probably gonna well, this week is be is gonna be um, it's gonna be all feelings. I'll be honest. The 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 team are the team are back, man. Yeah, hundred percent. The team are back. We're looking we're looking better with every single game. Um, obviously, tough opponents with uh, Barcelona uh, currently sitting at the top of the Liga, um, running away with the league. Um, I think they actually drew this weekend. Drew or lost? Who they play? Uh, I can't remember who they played, but I know they, it wasn't a it wasn't a favorable result. Um, but yeah, they're 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 playing they're playing well. Um, um, absolute um, test. Um, aggregate score from obviously the first first game was was two two. Um, they got the first goal uh, penny um, from uh, Bruno Bruno Fernandez, which was a was was an actual penny. Um, so there was no qualms on that. Um, but yeah, man, the, the the team the team dug deep, man. The team dug deep. Um, managed to. Managed to get through, get through the test uh, with, uh, with 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 flying colours. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm how, confident. How did you feel? Sorry to to cut you. I'm glad, I'm glad you're confident. Confident. Let's let's bring Drayman into this mm-hmm. one here. How did you feel? Obviously, as Marley Mar just alluded to, Bruno gave away that that penalty when we used to him scoring them. So he was yeah. on the wrong end of the penalty. So you're one nil down. Um, how did you feel your team responded to that? Because I think you went into the half one nil down. One nil down, yeah. And we we kind of started the second half how I kind of expected because I didn't I didn't think we played too well in that first half, to be honest. But um, what do you think changed it? I f- I think most of the times with with our games, and I don't know whether it's to do with how many games we're actually playing in quick succession. But I feel like we don't have that that intensity that we know we have that we can bring to the game. But now that seeing us play every week, going down, I'm not worried. Mm, yeah. I'm Whereas not. before, like when we used to lose a goal, I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm not sure if, if we've got the the mentality to bring this back. But then we went in at half time, and obviously Ten Ten's had had his um his his team talk, and he's gone out there to basically tell them like we need to up this intensity, like 
guys like you're, you're going out the Europa League and yeah they just seem to to be performing and again I think I think that's down to again 10 and also I think the togetherness that we have in the team and I think the good thing that that 10 showing is that it is important to have like a, a, a good squad mm. and that people coming off the bench like they, they've got a job to do as well so yeah, yeah. Probably, probably his, his, his half-time substitution. Obviously, Weghurst came off at um, half-time, and Anthony uh, came on at, um, in the second half, and he was the one. Obviously, got that winning goal. Um, yeah, ten, ten, ten at the minute is is. Uh, I keep, we say we say it like he's he is looking very very good at the minute. His his decisions um, in game seem to be on point. Mm. Like he's getting the best out of players that previous manage, managers would have struggled with. Um, he's effectively using, using Wan-Bissaka. Um, brothers like Delo, um in, improved on form. Rashford's in form. Um, Anthony's come from the Dutch league and is, is, is chipping in. Fred had an absolute blinder. He did. He had a, he had a, yeah, he, he had a really good game. But just before you go on to Fred, actually, how do you feel? Because um, I noticed that um, Jaden Sancho, he started in number 10. Mm. We, 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 we picked up on that from yeah we picked up on that from the the week prior, but then I think Drayman touched on obviously the big speech that may have happened in the dressing room mm. and and the changes that went into the second half and one of the changes was Sancho moved from the ten to the left. Mm. Do you did you notice that and and if you did how do you feel that that impacted your your play? Um, probably in in a, in, a, in a beneficial way. What what's um what's good with how ten is um currently utilising the players like um, what we see is that a lot of players are playing in different positions um, so in terms of how the structure is it's, it's, it's very very it's not it's not rigid it's very very fluid which is which seems to be helping McTominay came came on um, and McTominay uh, as as you know as as, as um, fans review games and we have often like outlandish um, um, ideas and a lot of people have said Weghurst is basically doing a job that McTominay could could do Mm-hmm. And and lo and behold, McTominay came on the pitch and he was playing in that the false nine kind of thing. He was playing mad high up, and he okay. done it again. Um, we'll, go, we'll, we'll speak about the game. He done it in the game, um, game um, um, the game on Sunday or yesterday, rather. Um, so yeah, man, he's, he's utilizing the um, squad um, efficiently. Um, players are um, able to to play multiple positions, and it's 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 it's, it's doing well for us for sure. Wedgwood obviously didn't seem to <clears throat> work. Um, on Thursday, but other games he's he's came in and and, he, and he's actually worked. Um, but I'm not concerned about that because we've got the squad to facilitate mm. the, the need of the manager, which is yeah, man, we're, we're in a good way, man. Yeah, we're in a good yep. way. yeah, I I I I make you right there. I think Sancho moving over to the left mm. did. Um... And I've, I don't think that I've, um, I think I wrote in also like one of the groups as well. Um, I think uh, it was like big up like Casemiro and De- and De Gea and like and I remember like Marley Mar was like that's that's a weird choice yeah so right and, then, and, then, and then and then looking back on it I'll just... take that back by the way yeah yeah <laughs> and, then, and then looking back on it it was um them two in terms of defining movements because I remember um Casemiro he made like a phenomenal block I think it was almost like a double block um when Barcelona looked like they were going to score and I think De Gea pulled off like an immense save um, which again, Barcelona yeah. could have could have gone too clear. 
Definitely, definitely uh, kept us in the game. So yeah, yeah, just just on just on on wax. I, I, yeah. I do take that back. I yield on that one. You were right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were right. It's just like looking back. It's like, geez, these, these and and I think this is the thing with with um, United now. I think they've got that togetherness, and um, I think with Casemiro, he he's basically shown the team like what you have to do. Because I know everyone was saying before, oh, he's come here for like his retirement, but this guy has really. Well, he's got a cup to his name now, bro. So, well, yeah, you know, you know what? Though? I mean, um, I mean, Casemiro has been immense for Manchester United, but I, I think obviously I, I, I do apologise to you, uh, Marley Mo. I, I cut you off as you were going mm. into it, but Fred, well, he was quite phenomenal against Barcelona, mm. um, in my opinion, and and I'm somebody that like that likes to to, to take free digs at um, um, Fred Pauls. So, um, I mean, what 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 he does well, he he does extremely mm-hmm. well and um, yeah. I feel like 10 he, he's understanding um, how to utilise Fred more so um, what he it's, it's effectively told Fred to do was basically be on um, Frank and De Jong um, and I'm paraphrasing as a, like a mosquito apparently and um, it's similar to how in big games like uh, Sir Alex might have used um, Park Ji Sung in terms mm. of like sticking yeah Go on, go on the, the like their best player and make sure they don't have any joy. He done he, he done it in the, the game against Man City's with um, same with Fred on KDB. He lost him once, but for the rest of the game he was he, he shut him down. And it seems to be that it, that's an effective tool that seems to be working with United. Fred just needs to be consistent in you know when he does come in the team because yeah. he's obviously not going to be always in the team. Mm-hmm. And when he does come in the team, he does that job pretty well. Um, you know what? There's a, a fun fact. You know, after Michael Marcus Rashford, I think Fred is your your highest goal, goal scorer. Yeah, I, I he's, been been on, he's been on fire still. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say the one thing with Fred, we, we all know that the job he can do, but I would say um, he's he like he, he was phenomenal in that game. But the thing that does let him down from time to time is just, just a wayward pass. Yeah. Um, whereas if he almost took that, that split second to almost just like look up or just think where he's going to pass it next, then he'd almost be like, uh, a guy that you can't take out the team, and and I think that is obviously his one flaw. Mm. And I'm not picking on him, but sometimes, um, yeah, it's just 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 a crazy wayward pass. And and I know what they're trying to do. That um, tens obviously instilled this sort of almost like this this one touch football mm. into them, where it's almost like they they pick up the ball and they almost want to just just keep it moving. But then that that's definitely something like he, if if he improved on that, then you're looking at um, an all round like quality player. Right. So um, obviously we <coughs> saw, like you guys have said, Fred was 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 brilliant. Anthony was brilliant, and we didn't see Marcus Rashford get on a score sheet in this game. Mm-hmm. We saw that he took a bit of a tumble in that game as well. There was a little bit of scares. Would he be available for? The game that came up this Sunday where you guys played Newcastle. Man games. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what some say. I, I, as an Arsenal fan, was pretty um, disappointed to to see him warming up on Sunday. But it, let's not make it about Arsenal. And so as Manchester United transitioned over to, obviously, the Sunday game, three, was it how many days later? Three days? Yeah, three, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, three days. Friday, three. Saturday, and then game on Sunday. Yeah, so three three days later, 
Mm. You guys have just knocked out Barcelona, the perceived favourites of the Europa competition, and you now have got your first opportunity to win a trophy for the season against Newcastle, a team that has basically performed above what everybody expectations this season. So definitely good opponents, good opponents. There are no pushovers by any means. Mm. Um, what Joey ain't got nothing to say, bro. You just look. I've at got me, loads to say. Uh, I've, been here we go. Here we I've been putting my hands up. Talk yeah, people talk, been talk. ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm not ignoring. But nothing to say, bro. You're making me really angry, bro. I put my hand up. Respect, bro. I put my hand up, and he tried to move on to the next topic. Oh, you still wanted to say? I was saying to say. So what are you guys saying? Because you don't want waxing lyrical, but trying to like. It back nah, bro. About Fred, you don't talk about Fred. You're waxing lyrical, then pulled it back. Then waxing lyrical, pulled it back. Mm. Are you starting next season with Fred? No, I don't think so. Okay, just, so, so Fred is shit. No, I didn't say shit. I don't, I don't think he's shit. If I you're don't. not starting him, did, 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 your team, he's shit. Was 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 Song a star? Partridge Song was shit. Uh, so we're gonna say that on record, bro. Obviously, there's a standard. I, I support Liverpool. Shit. You support this Arsenal current team. You support Man United Party and class of '92. Current team. No, no. Obviously, whatever. But, <laughs> but you support class of '92. You can't tell me that these guys are the level for Man United. No, no, and then no, you no, can't no. say Park no. Song is. What I, what I would say is that every, every player, Park uh, Song is shit. Every player has a purpose on the Dream. team or should has a purpose. Park Song shit. Top I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say was shit. It's like Darren Darren Fletcher. Darren Fletcher was shit, but he had a need. No, no. Darren Fletcher is a hard working guy. Cleverly, cleverly, a lot of people say was he was shit, but he had a need in the team. No, no. You're mistaken. Has a need in the team. But but where you where you where you get where you're getting mistaken is that. Under under previous managers, he yeah, was yeah, yeah. he was a starter. These motherfuckers were starting him yeah, with Tomine. Yeah. No, and I think you're, you're, standard. you're mistaken. Yeah. Like shit doesn't mean your tires bramble. No disrespect okay. to, okay. Okay. to him because black <laughs> wow. man doing this thing in the nineties. <laughs> respect, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you're that shit. Can, just can, you, can you see why I didn't give Joey the bite? Yeah, <laughs> I can see what's happening there. I'm just saying that <laughs> shit just means that in, in terms of if you were in. A Man City squad, a Liverpool squad, or a current Arsenal squad, mm-hmm. you're not getting game time. Okay. So I'm saying, like, for me, I I think Fred is a decent player, but for some reason, when he gets on pitch, he's not bringing out the best of Fred on pitch. So you that's know? why I had to ask, is he there next season? And you like saying, no, he's not there next season. No, I, I didn't say that. I said, I said he's there. You know, he's not starting. No, but not starting. Season. Yeah, but that's, that's a different. If not he's, he's not starting there. next season, Let's be honest. I, like, I, I that means he's shit. He's not going into the Arsenal squad. And even Liverpool in eighth, we don't want him in our squad. So technically, you're shit, if I'm going to be honest, for top level teams. I'm, try, I'm trying to use... I'm, I want to use... And I don't a, mean shit in a like, yeah, disrespect. I'm, I'm, I'm just I, using I, I, it in a, like, use, a colloquial, I, I colloquial use, term. I um, uh, Man City, but I can't think of a player. Alvarez, for instance, Julian Alvarez, World Cup winner. He's not shit, but he doesn't start every that's, single that's game. That's a different story. I'll Why? take Julian Alvarez at Liverpool. I'll take... But, but Dan, you would, Dan, would you take You Julian wouldn't Alvarez? take Fred at Liverpool right now. I'm not taking Fred at Liverpool. You're a liar. That's crazy. a liar, Are you serious, bro? You System Liverpool, in your team. Liverpool need a Fred right now. We do not need Fred. You thought bro. you had one in Paper. No, 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 no,
we got Pachete. Pachete. No, you have Kater, bro. Come, come, no, no. No, Kater's going. When Fabinho is out, we don't want Kater, bro. We don't we don't want Kater. So you can't use Kater as the example. Okay, but my point is, we don't want you would take. Why would I take him when we don't want Kater? Fabinho is dead right now, and now you need another option. And the other option is Kater. What did I say? We got a booking in the first half. And Liverpool. Sorry, I'm not going to get there. Sorry, host. Sorry, host. Guys, you're responding emotionally, which I understand. But if you listen we, to what we, I'm... We do, we do this, we do this episode. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bare, bare facts, no feelings. <laughs> if you listen to what I said, I, we don't want Cater in our team. Okay, and right. I said Fabinho has been shit. But at yeah. the rate that he's been shit, I still have him over Fred. So you can't say to me... You can't say to me that that we would take Fred if we've got Bajetic, who's been playing than, better, better than star. Fabinho. Also a star. Currently starting. And I rate him higher than Fred right now. Okay. So we've yeah. got him and we've got Fabinho as a backup. Okay. So why would I take Fred? Fabinho's a backup now. To, to Bajetic, of course. Bajetic, Fabinho's been terrible this season. Okay, all right. I, so I, so I why yield. would I take Fred? I, I yield. If Fabinho is, not, is no longer a starter yeah. and Bajetic is a starter, I yield. That's, what, but, that's what's but been my happening. my opinion... That's what's been happening. That is we'll, not we'll, the case. We'll, we'll, get, on, we'll get on. And yeah. then, yeah. sorry, one last thing. Bajetic. One last thing. So, again, if you're saying that Fred isn't starting next season, mm-hmm. I yeah. think I'm, with all due respect, I can say that so he's who, a so, shit guy. So, who is... Who is starting next season? Because we, 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 we know so, that Manchester United wanted to get Frankie De Jong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. I, I mean, I don't want to. By all accounts, to, he's getting replaced next season, especially. Well, by Frankie, I, I was Frankie just, I, I was just Fred. about to, I was just about to say that mm. he was Frankie De Jong was meant to be Fred's replacement, mm. but I thought so. Yeah, but in watching that game, he outshined him in that game. Yeah, he did. Fred, Fred really think, outshined him. Yeah, in that he, game. De- he, he definitely. Well, I'd say is it again a tale of two halves? I think the first half. Frankie de Jong, he, he he showed his class, if I'm honest. And In, yeah, 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 he's a baller. He, he really did. A and um, I think, yeah, if, if we was to go back in for him, he, he's definitely got something that that we're missing. But then second half, Fred Fred did his job. And obviously we came out on top. So kudos to, to, to Fred and, and for pulling the performance out of the bag. Mm. Regardless if we think he's shit or not at the moment, in at this moment in time, he he's doing what we need him to do. Of course, man. Of yeah. course. Uh, again, I don't have a problem with Fred being the star of the show. I just wanted to know: Do you guys see him being there next season? Because uh, yeah, obviously I, I, going into the next game that we're going to talk about, I'm thinking: yeah. is, is is this a guy that's going to be here, or is this a guy whose days are numbered? Or, I, I, or... I, I, my opinion is Fred because I'll be honest. Like I, I know I just kind of you know fought, fought his corner, but I I don't really feel Fred. Yeah, 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 yeah. Inconsistent. Yeah, my, that's that's my thing with Fred. He's very mm-hmm. he's very inconsistent. Like he blows hot and cold. Pause. Is that pause? Nah. Nah? Okay, cool. So, uh, Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it's, it's very up and down. You never know what you're gonna gonna get. But when he's on when he's on yeah, form, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's a he's a player. And and on form for Fred is just like 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 know yourself, in it. No like you don't need to be doing these 30 yard passes. Just, yeah, yeah, just get yeah. the ball, break up play, spray it five yards and then and then keep it pressing. And it, and it, and it, he's he's got such a good en- good energy that yeah, he can yeah, yeah. he can he can chip him with a goal. But I have yeah. him the well, same I have him the same as Kater, to be fair, because was that, when was, Kater's it, had good games, he's had good games, but it's, it's too far and few between uh, for me to even consider you as a Liverpool player right now. Well Fred honest. Fred's enjoying the fortunate um, circumstance for him. But obviously, mm, definitely because we've obviously had a couple of injuries as yeah, well. I was so. going to say Christian Eriksen being out, he's started his seventh successive game, and to be fair, he had the Stratford end singing his name, so we we, we have to give um, respect to him. Man. Yeah, we have to give yeah. respect. I thought, thought Zabit's uh, coming to them, which means spell the end of Fred. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he has he has come in and um, he, he's he's looked very impressive and. 
yeah, I, I personally think um, that's a move that we prob- most likely need to make permanent, even though we probably won't see him as much, um, just just for the direction that we're going. Well, obviously, Manchester United, you was able to beat Barcelona. It, it is key to note that, obviously, they were missing some key players. Pedri was injured. Gavi suspended. Do we know if that would have affected the game? Who knows? But... Staying on Manchester United, we segue into the cup final. I know this you, is the game that, you know, some of the the boys were excited to come and talk about. This was an end to their six-year wait for their trophy, defeating Newcastle 2-0. This is, um, you. what was was the name of the cup? Was it the Carabana? Carabana, a.k.a. the League Cup. I knew it was an energy cup. What, which one? What cup was it? Oh, okay. Boost. Cool. Boost was it? Boost, yeah. Boost. Was it Boost? Oh, Red Bull. Energy. Was it the Red Bull Cup? Is this is this is this the direction we're heading in now? Yeah. Direction. Okay. <laughs> uh, always been at me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, is, right. Okay, is a cup in the bag? Is is been? No. So can you just clarify the name of the cup? I, I don't need to we, clarify. We, 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 we won a cup. Okay. That's, that's what I need to clarify. Right. So United have silverware. English trophies. Oh, the, the, the cup some people said it looked like a mug that you have your tea out of on a Sunday morning wicked so wait, hold it's, on. it's still right. it's still it's still silverware they're trying to mug off the, the, uh, the, no, the no, carabao no 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 to collect my Uber Eats and you come and disrespect the <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally no because last year you lot said something along the lines of you wouldn't even let your child drink out of that cup <laughs> what I'm gonna need you to all of a sudden what, what, what I'm need to do Joey is provide receipts for these accusations exactly okay. definitely receipts that's what I'm gonna need stamps uh, and times and all sorts right okay alright let's let's, let's, let's let's give them the due respect deserve Manchester United end their drought their trophy drought of nearly six years nearly six years and they have picked up the Carabao Cup in beating an, a, a very good a wounded animal I, I'm going to disagree with you there and say a, 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 a competent opponent in Newcastle United. But it was competent, bruv, because Carrius had a good game, bruv. Let's have no, it, he had an okay game. And he obviously, had a good but, game. But I think they were wounded because obviously that Liverpool game had inflicted irreparable damage on them. Okay. When you've got like Nick Pope, who is what, six foot six? Six foot six in goal. Mm. And then yeah. you get Carrius, who hasn't played a game all season. Mm. It it does affect but, you but mentally. We, yeah, but that's that's, that's nothing. That's nothing. Better. That's out of our hands. So you like, see, yeah. sorry, just, since, since just quick, quick one. Carrius has been a, um, a, a previous Liverpool. Never Liverpool. Sorry, uh, quick <laughs> wow. one. You, you see the goal, the second goal they conceded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you not saw how far he missed that by in it. Carrius missed it. Yeah. Are, are you going to typify? I'm just his... saying, like somebody who's six foot six gets their hand to it. Are you going to typify his whole performance on that yeah. second goal? Because he, he... I'm, not, I'm not. I don't I don't think it was a big deal that he missed it. I don't did, think it's his fault. Did you watch the game? I, w- I saw the goals. Did you... Did, okay, go I ask, did you, did you think Carriers had a bad game? I don't or? think he had a bad game he at all. Good, he had I don't think game. he had a bad he had game a at all. Yeah. I, I, so when I say good game, it's like what, the expectation for Carriers starting the game was that he's going to have a madness. And I mm-hmm. noticed from... I think Rashford had a, had a shot early. Like he rasped it. Um, old school Russie things. Russie is a, um, a, a shot by distance hit with incredible pace. Um, 30, yard, 30 yards plus, by the yeah, way. Russie. Appreciate that definition. Russie is a term. Mm. Um, so yeah, Rashi um, Russied it. And um, yeah, but he, 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 like, say fans, say fans. And then throughout the game, he didn't look like he was struggling at all in the game. So yeah, man, mm. credit, credit to Carriers. Like, no, you've done well, man. Uh, aside well. from that second, um, that second goal, which 
you know, some, like as Joey has alluded to, some people may blame him for, some may not. I don't blame him for that. Yeah, he, he made eight saves, three inside the box. He had 30 touches um, throughout the game. Some may say it was redemption for Karius, but it wouldn't be redemption for Newcastle as they went on to lose the game, as I've already said. And Manchester United are now the Caribana, sorry, the Carabao yeah. Cup champions. Boost energy drink cup. Here we go. <laughs> Guys, Audi Energy Drink Cup. When did one, it stop being Carling Cup? I one, still call it the Carling Cup. Yeah, when United won or League. league cup. <laughs> I can't, no, I I Carlin. Carlin stopped. Um, probably like two thousand. Good while now, and yeah, I can't yeah. bring myself to, to say yeah, Car- yeah. was it Carabao. Yeah. But all yeah, I remember Carabao. when Liverpool first won it in my memory when I was it was a Coca Cola Cup, and so you know oh, it's God. been through the rounds. Newcastle fans will be. They, were, they would be happy to obviously get to that stage being in the finals, but obviously a 2-0 scoreline is quite familiar for them. Obviously, I think they lost to Manchester United in 1998 in the FA Cup final, mm. not the same competition. Mm. Is it was, like 60? Was it 1998? 60-odd years or something since they since won. But then I, I know they also yeah. lost to Arsenal by the same scoreline probably the year after. Mm. I might have mixed those years up. Um, forgive me if I have done though. But going to this game... What would you guys say about Casemiro? Has Casemiro been one of the best signings United have made in recent times? Potentially the best signing since RVP. Very influential. And and, and I, I, I will give it to him because I, I did say at the beginning, I, I didn't think he would have the legs. You said he was fat. And to be fair, <laughs> he, he was, like most of the team were lagging at the end, but I'm not going to hold that against him. I'm going to say what a effing player we 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 got there and obviously oh. since we lost Roy Keane in it like we, I don't think we've had yes someone like that Still. at all um so yeah uh again played like a boss scored an amazing header that that guy gave everything and yeah I think and, and I really think that his energy just just um spreads throughout the whole team uh what do you think Malima um yeah, I, I would. So, if you're talking about signing like the best signings in like, the past ten years or whatever, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it to him personally. Okay. Um, but I, w- I would say he he's one of the most important signings. Um, and I think he's he's like complementing like the signing of Lissandro Martinez as well because I don't think Casemiro works signing. if you haven't got Lissandro Martinez working next to him because mental skill. Yeah, like it's 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 different. It's different now because Varane was there last season. But it's a bit of a soft you as well, if I'm going to be honest. What last season? This season? No, just in general. Like okay, fair. That's because because I've always made the observation that he needs to play with somebody with skill. So like for example, his okay in that way. His best times at Real Madrid were obviously next to Sergio Ramos, who's got Mm. the the mental nastiness and this. Yeah, yeah. Martinez seems very up for it. Exactly. Now he seems like a fella that's when when he was with Maguire. He's not Maguire exactly. Who doesn't have that? He's a bit kind of like he looked a bit lost. He looked. He looked a bit light. Now obviously, yeah. To 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 move on to Martin Martinez. Like Martinez is he's he's made him look a lot a lot stronger. Sorry, the point I'm making is like. Like Casemiro doesn't work if he hasn't got those guys behind him. Yeah. I think the the, the best sign in the past ten years for me would actually be Bruno Fernandez. Mm. Bruno Fernandez, sorry, oh, really? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. He um, that's, he, but, that's quite interesting. Yeah, because yeah. he's, he's 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 been incredibly pivotal. Even to this, this season, he's like he's, he's chipping him with goals. He's getting a lot of sit, a lot of assists. Um, and also he's he's like the official. He's not the official captain, but he's. Like fans know him as the as the real captain. Like it was a nice gesture that Maguire, you know, got up there and 
No, of course that was that was nice. crummy hands on the on the. No, no, yeah, that, that was that was classy from ten. Hard. Yeah, I think, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that shows the, the guy. The best thing for me about uni was not contributing to the group work, <laughs> coursework, but taking the accolades. <laughs> <laughs> so I can empathize with you. But sorry, just based on what you were saying, um, obviously, other than the goal contributions, like assistant goals, mm. you said that Bruno has been. Like the the best player in the last ten years because you've, like you've, you've got best signing. You got a, like a love hate relationship with him, so uh, or no, not you, but a lot of Man United fans have yeah, love hate. Yeah, do, do, you know, do you know what is it? Bruno is um he takes a lot of risk. Yeah, sorry, Bruno takes um a lot of risk in game, and that's obviously evident. But I think naturally with attacking players, that they're, they're they're gonna take a lot of risk. Yeah. They're gonna give the ball a lot away. Um, give the ball away a lot of times. I think. Where the critic, the main criticism with the main criticism with um, um, Bruno Fernandes is that he sometimes he does it in areas where you wouldn't want him to lose the ball. Yeah, um, agreed. So, so I think he, he's he's gotten a little bit out of that system, out of, that's uh, out of his system this this season, and that's just because naturally he isn't having to go th- that far back because he's got Casemiro, he's got Lissandra Martinez, yes, where yes, yes, yes. he doesn't have to take it upon himself to try and control the game as as much because he can do that in the right areas of the pitch. Mm. So I think that's where he's um he's benefited. But yeah, yeah, like if you look at like at most chances created in the in in games like in across the, the season in, in the league, yeah, he, like yeah. he's always very very high up in, mm. in terms of like um goals and assist contributions across like the past five seasons. He is is high. He's like he's he's a he's a massive player and that very influential. Like, Bruno Fernandez is a is a big player for Manchester mm. United, but I mean, so do you not attribute do you, do you think it's just purely coincidence rather than attributing it to be a fact that Casemiro comes as a known winner? Um, mm. This win yesterday in against Newcastle would now mean that he's won 11 out of 13 major finals that he's played in. Mm, do you think a, that's a coincidence? A but I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I do, I do. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, in terms of um, stats, you know, stats. stats I mean, he, like, did, he did score yesterday yeah, as well. So he, he took obviously, the game obviously by the, the, scuff, the, the stats are there to be seen, but I think at the same potentially time... Potentially offside, I mean, yeah. It's, um, yeah, 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 potentially, but we won't go into that because obviously we're no, champions I, now. No, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Today I got time. <laughs> Here we go. But um, now what I would say is, um, I, again, I think, this all will stem back to 10 because it's not just Casemiro. So. Mm. Yeah. It's um, Rashford. It's again, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ronaldo shipping out. Like, yeah. we've got someone who's driving that ship. Yeah. And when you've got someone like that driving a ship and they know what they're doing, this is what you get. And, and, and I feel like if you go back to Sir Alex Ferguson, he never used to have like the best players. Yes. Mm. But he still used to grind out these results, and that that is what I can see Ten's trying to do. Yeah, so just to buttress what Dre just said, um, you were saying Casemiro being a, a finals winner and all of those kind of things. I, I, like like Dre said, I don't think it has anything necessary to do with Casemiro. One thing I've always wondered about Arsenal and Man United in their kind of like down periods is that they never really had a player playing in the spine of their team with the mental fortitude that you have with Casemiro or that you have with um, Yapstam or you have with Rio Ferdinand. They never, ever really got that. And um, personally, they could have gotten anybody with that mental characteristic to play in that position. And I think Man United will be playing the same way. It just so happens that Casemiro has that and he's a good player and also has the final experience as well. But I think the best signing Man United have made is Ten Hag. 
Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 No facts. In the last ten years, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's what it really boils down to. I think. I think you, you, you're, you're you're spot on with that. I think Manchester United, the the tactics. He, he he's a very shrewd tactician. His subs have been spot on in yeah. both games mm-hmm. that we've covered so far. But in the Barca game, he was spot on as we, we touched on. In this game, again, every sub seemed to be perfect. He's, he's very, very classy. When you when yeah. you hear him um, um, in his presses as well, he just seems to, he, he's never seems rattled. Like even even like um, the fixture pileups, like his response to like the fixture pileups. It is like, what it is. It, it is what, we just, we just got to move. We just, like the game's come, we got to play. Like this is a result of like winning games. Like you have more games to play effectively. Like he, yeah, man. He, and, and yeah, he's, he, he's, he's, he's delivered a, like a, a, a certain calmness uh, um, amongst the club because like even me like when I see fixture pilots I'm like nah man ah oh, oh, the players ain't gonna have much energy kind of like, what, what's, what's happening but he's like like let's let's just let's just work let's, let's, let's work let's work yeah. it's the products of success yeah, yeah man. definitely were, were you scared about Rashford when he went down against Barca Did no, you... no I knew it was I knew it was mind games I, re- I, knew, I realized it was mind games um just because I think we've done it a few times and then I saw him having dinner with um um, Alex Ferguson, I was like, oh, it's definitely mind games. Yeah, yeah. he knows <laughs> what he's doing. And, and we also do need to shout out De Gea because he's now um, superseded um, Peter Schmeichel's clean sheet record. So there's 181 uh, I think, clean sheets. I think we said that last week to be completely... No, no, no. He, he, he equalled it last week. You need to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here the he's whole hating, episode, man. but I remember hearing that last week. Yeah. And I think <laughs> the listeners will also be... Joey is as tired of Manchester United as I am, but it is their moment. They have won the first trophy of the season. Well done, man. Start, it, start of things to come. When you say start of things... No claps. No, I want, I want a clap, no but clap. you don't have set a precedent no where claps, we don't clap. Nah, no claps from these well, haters, Oh, so you're not going to clap? Is that you're going to do? Are you supposed to be impartial today? I mean... <laughs> it <laughs> caught me off guard they caught me off guard but as you can see Manchester United got the claps that they deserve but only from their own fans <laughs> no, so Rashford's goal scoring form looked like it was going to continue obviously the goal got um, awarded to um, no, he got, no he got awarded back yeah, no. oh really apparently yeah oh, but, nice. well the, the rule on it is that if it's on target it counts as your goal right mm, apparently it was awarded then it wasn't awarded and, and then they yeah. re-looked at it and they awarded it back so it's okay. a bit of a weird one well, well done to him man like, he's yeah. um again he's i'm still waiting for our apology but i'm loading up an apology for him for ever calling him shashford okay 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 but i'm not gonna apologize until he apologizes to me because i'm petty like that okay <laughs> are, are we are, can we can we um has he got the best celebration in, uh, in world football well one what the finger to the head I'm well, you mean you mean the celebration that has been done before him yeah that, that he from somebody else it, it, ben, it, it, ben it, it, i used to do it but calm down yeah okay, but has he got the, 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 currently has he got the best celebration what are you talking about the one that he does when he puts the finger to his head yeah, yeah. the one that has been used before you are tweaking bro i'm asking, I, I'm, I mean not... for your own good if you if we can just move on out of respect for yourself just out of respect Miley Ma, they're hating, man. No, no, they're just, they're just burning inside. Just, just good, leave them. It's cool. That's a good celebration, bro. Bro, it's just, it's just, he's just like That's trying to reflect on a on a good on a good issue out there, like for all the, for us youngsters, all us male guys that try to bullet bottle up. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's basically simplicity. Focus. Yeah. Focus. Is that what you mean? Focus? Yeah, focus. It's not mental health. No, that's it's what a bit of said. It's focus, oh, bruv. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mental, bruv. But oh, I I I'm going to move on. But before I do, this is the first of the four trophies that you're competing for. I say four. Mm. 
Because mm. the Premier oh, well done, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the Premier League, you guys have established last week that you're title challengers. You're in the <laughs> FA Cup, and obviously, you're just knocked out the quote unquote favourites of the Europa League competitions. I'm going to start off with you, Dre, man. How many trophies do you expect to finish with at the end of the season? I think we've got another one in us at least. So how personally. many trophies? Two, 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 two this season. And even if we didn't get two, then it is what it is. But I think we can get two, two out of four. Are you, are you confident enough to name it, the trophy? I'm going to say Europa. Yeah, I would have said the same thing, funny enough. Cup, yeah, cup double. Yeah, cup saying? double, Europa, yeah. Europa, Europa, Europa FA Cup. You, you uh, I think we might go out of that, if I'm honest. Who you got next round? It's West Ham West, on Wednesday. West Ham at home. So we should okay. win that. Wednesday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we'll be tired and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd expect to rotate. You on what, Saturday? Liverpool on Saturday? Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Talking of Liverpool, let's move on to Liverpool. They come off the back of two good wins against Everton and Newcastle. Come on. Both wins. Full of confidence. They take on Real Madrid. Last episode, I don't know if you guys listened to that. I'm hoping you did. I'm sure you did. And Joey had a lot to say. He said no one can talk to him. He's coming for... Oh, he's coming for... What did he say? I can't remember it exactly. Joey but he's coming what did you say, Joey? What did you say, Joey? He's, he's coming for it in blood. Was do, it? do you want me to say what I actually yeah, said? Yeah, please do. I said, God forgive me for the sins. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a man. <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> But full of confidence, and rightfully so, they took on Real Madrid at Anfield, the fortress. And they took a early lead, 2-0 up. Um, Liverpool fans were celebrating everywhere, only for it to go a little bit pear-shaped. Joey, it only makes sense to go to you. Let us know how that, that felt for you. The final score ended 5-2 to Real Madrid. Are you focusing on the Premier League only now? Or can Liverpool do what Liverpool have done in the past and give us that Champions League magic and give us something to look forward to? Um, honestly speaking, I've always said we're going to make Champions League, but I've never thought we're going to do it via the Champions League route. I thought Real Madrid, um, you, you guys will notice, I also said like Crystal Palace and Real Madrid are our bogey teams. Yeah. I don't know if anybody went. Only one person's nodding the head. Can I get a nod from someone else? <laughs> but I can't verify that one. Insert sound clip here. <laughs> but no, um, Real Madrid. Like we we don't beat Real Madrid in the Champions League. That's not really our thing. Um, it can happen. I'm praying it happens. We only need three goals. It's not impossible. We've done it before. But I wouldn't put my money on it. So um, I, I'm. It, the only thing I'm sad about is that they tricked us into believing in mm, that game. Definitely. But I think that was a fair result, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I think really and truly the game should have been about 3 or 4 nil to, to Real Madrid. Because what, what did you make of the goalkeeper um, shows? It was a bit of a horror show for both parties, right? I don't mind. They're both, for me, they're both the best keepers in the world. Oh, so, yeah. so it just shows that they're both human. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I don't see any better keepers than them. Um, Courtois' one was worse than Alisson's one. To be, I have nothing to say other than they just didn't make any sense at all, and they were both kind of funny <laughs> because, like, Alison, I don't know where you were thinking you were kicking mm. it to. You could just clicked it out for a clearance, but you just kicked it straight at him, and then it was just um, serendipity that it kind of curled into the goal. But things happen in it. But again, I'm not 
too fussed about the result against Real Madrid, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I've kind of like feigned that I'm sad because everyone in my Liverpool groups is like super sad and they're saying, you have to do this, you have to do that. Can I, can I take is, you back to that moment though? Where were you at that point? Uh, Darwin Nunes, he finds it again after scoring against Newcastle. Okay, he scored cool, again. Cool, 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 cool. You know, Salah, Salah, he's kept on saying that he is going to get retribution against Real Madrid. It's too new up. Yeah. Those two players have scored, especially for you, Darwin Nunes. I just want to take you back to that moment in particular because obviously right now you sound very you know you, you sound no, very, yeah, you let's, know, let's put go together back. yeah so so um you guys won't know but basically I, I built a purpose made studio in my garden for me to kind of like consume football right so i've got like a 68 inch TV up on the wall. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, again, I've got a 68 TV up on the wall because like, I, unlike these guys, I'm a fan of football first no. before I support Liverpool. So I'm watching all games on there. Okay. So I'm watching the game, sitting there like on my own, you know, no wifey screaming in my ear. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a little bar in there, a couple of drinks and all that. It's good vibes, isn't it? Sounds brilliant. The loud, the room is sort of loud. Yeah, it sounds it's a very loud night. I can only imagine. So I'm just sitting there. Um, ball comes in uh, from Trent, who's been doing some crazy assists recently. Uh, Nunes does that same flick that he done against Fulham that failed, and then he done accidentally, and it came off a player, another player, and went in. I'm saying, all right, cool, respect the team now, isn't it? It's a lucky dip. You don't know what you're gonna get. Sometimes he's gonna give you a load of bullshit. Sometimes he's gonna score something beautiful, isn't it? I liked it. Given the respect, all the people that were saying that it was shit, respect him because right now I'm getting it back in blood, remember? I remember getting it back in blood phase, isn't it? So I feel like I was the only one that was supporting him. I think so. In, because in, in the midst of the, the bet where I've bet against him, I was yeah, actually yeah, the yeah, only yeah, one yeah. supporting him. Like. So I'm saying, yeah, okay, he's doing this thing, innit? And then the Courtois thing happens. That's when I'm thinking, nah, something's wrong here. Because Salah doesn't score against Real Madrid. Something's wrong here, bro. That, like, that goal was like, his eighth goal in the Champions League. Right, And right. he broke Steven Gerrard's But he doesn't score record. against Real Madrid. And I know he never shows against Real Madrid. But so how when did I saw you him feel score, when... It, yes. No, I said, no, this is this is fake. Really? I swear to God. I swear to God, because so what you, I was you, so puzzled. You, this is not you, a feeling I respect. At 2 new up in the first half, you're telling me you felt a little... You, what, what are you telling me? How do so you... I was, I, it's 2 no up in the first half in, what was it, 15 minutes? 15, 20 minutes? Yes. Yeah, but this it, doesn't that's... happen against Real Madrid, bro. So you weren't counting your... I was not. That's when I knew that this is fake. Okay. I, swear I, took, I swear to God, yeah, you could ask my Liverpool guys, yeah. Okay. I knew this was fake because, first of all, we're playing a team who are the current world club champions of the world, yeah. We're in eighth position. It doesn't make sense. Mm. But I said, you know what? I ignored my gut instinct and I said, you know what? Let me just take it, take it for what it is, isn't it? And then Vinicius done that thing where he just wrapped the ball into the bottom corner, he wrapped Cellini, done. I said, that's it, game over, bro, man. It was 2-1. I told my guys, game over, bro. Do not, like, make sure you got your bets against Liverpool. Because <laughs> you have to take sight out of this game, innit? Yeah, 2-1. Game over, bro, man. Mm. That's it. From, from as soon as Vinicius showed, I can score at any time I want when there's five of you in front of me. It wouldn't, game be was first, it wouldn't be the first time he's done that against Liverpool. So obviously, I'm, I'm so guessing it, that it wasn't really a roller coaster of emotions for me. And then I, while while they scored their second goal two two, mm. I started saying to my guys, guys, remember, like we're eighth in the league. Mm. This is what you would expect from a team who's eighth in the league yeah. versus the club world champions. So yeah. now that you're two two, what would you expect at that point? Obviously, away goals isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. Did, yeah, you, yeah. did you expect that you might do more to 
no, no, no. that scoreline? No. Did you envision that Benzi was going to pop up? Did you envision Benzi said was I said, not going to let up? Like, I don't know if you, again, if you check our um, Belmont group, our Sunday league group, I said to everybody, this is going to be a shootout when Vinicius got that goal. It's going to be a shootout. And it's about who's um, who's kind of like more adept at using the trigger. Right. And again, we've seen Liverpool season. Like It, mm. it would be crazy for you to expect Liverpool mm. to have a shootout with the club mm. world champions when they can barely have a shootout against Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense, does mm. it? So um, me... Again, I'm more of a glass half empty guy. Right. So so, <laughs> so I tampered my expectations yeah. very quickly. Very so, quickly. Yeah. So as we as we um, look on to obviously the return leg, are you hopeful at all? Again, a bit of advice for everybody out there listening. Put your expectations low, bro, man. <laughs> like, stop doing this thing, yeah. Where no, no you... tickets for Istanbul, no. No, stop doing this thing where you think, you know what, like, my girl would never ever cheat on me. Then you find out she cheats on you and then you have to kill everybody that you know. <laughs> Who knows about it? Stop doing that to yourself, boy. Hey, listen, everything that's going to go wrong is going to go wrong. Mm. Just let it happen. And if it doesn't go wrong, guess what? You're happy. So anybody out there thinking there's going to be a magical night in Madrid... You're, you're, don't do that to yourself you're tweaking don't do that to you. you're tweaking isn't it bro? Did, you, did you watch the full night though of course I watched the full night oh okay bro. I, I thought you might have turned off at, at... no again so <laughs> no, you, you lot laughing it, but, but one thing I kept on saying in my group it's a pity that we destroy football by supporting clubs because this game if I didn't support Liverpool this would be a fucking sick mm, game nah, I hear that it was a great game yeah. for the neutral and I, I enjoyed that game yeah, yeah. It was but a the only game. thing that ruined it as, for a, as me an Arsenal was, fan I loved the game the only thing that ruined it for me is the fact that Liverpool were involved in it bro so I understand you know I, mean? I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I can I'm, cast my mind back to other games when I think it was it what was it called? Was it eight two or something when Man United beat Arsenal? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something like that. that. Or was it? Um, yeah, we, we brought that up the, a good few what's times. What's the host going to do? Gone, he's going to move on. He's going to move oh, on to the next subject. It, was yeah. it, was it looked it, like he was about to move on to the next was subject. Was it last season when Arsenal Let's lost move on to the Arsenal game or something? Four 0 to who's it? You lost four 0 to last season. <laughs> so like, there's games out there when you support the club and it just ruins the game for you. But if you're like out there as a neutral and you didn't know any of the teams, <laughs> it will be amazing football. And then you say to your girlfriend, "Come and watch football." Well, what I will say is this particular stage of the season that you are the way you are mm-hmm. the audacity that you have <laughs> to bring up such squad lines I applaud such audacity <laughs> and this will come back on you tenfold Hello, <laughs> Operation Champions League is still on it's still on it even though we drew Crystal Palace like it's still on but that's the next game bro. Matter, thing, matter exactly. things have happened bro you never know football exactly because I was just going to ask and Joey has he segued onto that perfectly is it all on the league now for Liverpool and if it is all in the league now what do you make of the stalemate that we witnessed at Crystal Palace. Obviously, Crystal Palace is a hard stadium to go to. Mm. Most teams will attest to that. No, yeah, I, I said that as well. About sorry to jump in. I, saw, I said that to um uh, one of one of uh, our mates, uh, mutual friend, and he said um he showed me the record against Crystal Palace. Liverpool have been smoking it since that time. Yeah. Obviously, when they they um, was it like eight, eight yeah. nil last time or something like that? You played it's, there. Been, it's been it's been mad. It's been a mad yeah. record. Basically, basically, since that time, um, uh, Crystal Palace scuppered your. Yeah, title, title reign. You've just been cooking them mm. like every single game. Sorry, go on, current. Yeah, all good things must come to an end, innit? So, like, I, I knew, for example, we're going to be tired and we weren't starting with our most effective player, which is Darwin Nunes. So, I knew that it was going to be a bit <laughs> of a lackluster game, innit? But at the end of the day, to, to be fair, that's, that's the dropping points against Crystal Palace. 
as Liverpool, it's not something that you balk at. It's something that you say, all right, fair enough. I don't know who we got next in the league, but I would be expecting us to take three points. If we don't take three points in that next game, that's when it becomes a problem. And it turns out we've got Man United in the next game, I think it is. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's a big game for us, isn't it? So, and I think it's come at a perfect time because something that Klopp keeps on saying is that like, oh, this is kind of what you become a manager for these moments like these when you go through all the testing times. Like it's all well and good when you're like Eric Ten Hag and it's going well for you. I'm, I'm glad that you actually went on wait, to... Um, and it's going well for you. Wait, hold on, wait, what? But when you're younger than Klopp and it's not going well for you, wait, this is wait, where you wait, become wait. a manager. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> that, you got slapped up 4-0 by Brighton and the breakfast. So you've not been through turmoil. You got yeah. slapped up. Hashtag character. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but yeah. We've, come, we've come a long way. I was, I was just going to say, obviously, United versus Liverpool is a very interesting game for so mm. many reasons. One of the things I would say about... Manchester United is their coaching Eric Ten Hag. Mm-hmm. He is quite adept in his um, yeah. substitutions, very shrewd. Um, Klopp, he's come under a little bit of scrutiny for his substitutions. Um, obviously, it was quite puzzling that he removed Cody Gepo. For me, especially as I had him in my fantasy team, <laughs> I didn't understand what he was playing at, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he did so. And he brought on Stefan Besecic. Obviously, you've had a, a lot of um, encouraging and positive words to say about him. But in the eighth, eighth first minute, when you're still searching for a winner against the Crystal Palace team that are struggling to find a goal, mm. is that the substitution you would expect your manager to make? In comparison to, obviously, Manchester United, your soon-to-be opponents who seem to be nailing it with their substitutions. Did you, did you watch the game? I did, yeah. Yeah, so I think he, I think it says that he brought him on for him, but he also brought on like Harvey Elliott and a couple of substitutes at the same time. So I don't think it was like a direct replacement for Gakpo to go more defensive. I think it's just to kind of, because I think he took off Fabinho as well, right? Yeah, but my, I think why I, I, I'm homing in on Gakpo, because like Nunes, that was coming off of a bit of a run. Mm. So was Gakpo. Gak, this was... Right. This Gakpo it, it, was... Gak, Gak, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gakpo was in line to be the first player in a while to score three in successive games. I, I think um, in that game, Palace were breaking on us. Right. And I think he probably brought him on to kind of shore it up and to say, you know what? Better that we leave it with one mm. point than three points. We're playing away. We've been terrible. We just got turned over by Real Madrid. The last thing you want to do is add a bit of mm. misery to that by dropping the only one point we can get from this game from uh, against Crystal Palace. So you might see it as that, but I don't think it's a game that we were in control of. Like Mateta was giving us problems right, and he's not scored a goal in a long time. So, do you know what I mean? Matip has been in horrible form. Yeah, Van Dijk hasn't been the greatest. Henderson played the full ninety, and uh, from from what I saw, he didn't seem to be having his his greatest game. Yeah, Does, I, is this is this more um, food to the thought that Liverpool need a massive upgrade in the midfield? They need Fred. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think anybody would. Um, did, did, did you just hear Drayman? What, what did he say? Say it again. I said you band. need Fred. <laughs> <laughs> God, I dare you to say that again. <laughs> nah, uh, nah, obviously, it's no secret that we we like we've been taunting, we've been taunted by Bellingham this whole season. We know that there's like three or four players. Like literally, if you swipe left and right on Google News, the thing first thing that comes up in my uh, stories is three or four midfielders that Liverpool are linked to, three or four midfielders that Liverpool need to buy. It, it's no secret that we need to get all these players, but 
again, you just have to deal with what you said. You're the one who wrote these checks about being in Istanbul. That's you. That's your problem. Yeah. You need to deal with it. So I'm not trying to hear anything about But he also said stuff about like, obviously the Real Madrid game took it out of you lot. That, and I think that's a load of bullshit. It's, a, it's because, an excuse, right? Because um, it's not like when they scored the three extra goals in the second half that we put it out there mm. and left it all on the pitch. No. Like Fabinho was literally standing still when a 38 year old Modric ran past him. Mm, yeah. So there's no way you can be tired from that game. So it's an excuse. And I think what is also kind of like troubling me at this point is we look at ETH with all the games pileups and how he's kind of like navigating it and he's doing it in a stoic manner and not, not making excuses. But then you hear Jurgen Klopp talking about us being tired or you hear him talking about X, Y, and Z. And yeah. it doesn't read it, it, it i don't receive it with warmth because mm. like w- when you're kind of going through those those turmoils like you just have to deal with it man yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. a part and parcel of being successful mm. but one uh word of warning that i'd like to give man united the last two teams that win the fa cup final and the league cup final where are they now so watch out ah uh, cool you can't solve that riddle for me please chelsea <laughs> <laughs> And listen, right. the only the only saving grace that Liverpool have right now is that Chelsea are where they are, and they're just doing a lot worse, man. So mm, yeah, terrible. Can 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 it. Liverpool make top four? We could, of course we can. I think the gap is only like about six points or something like that. Man. I I felt Se- that maybe you, seven or eight points now. I think I think a win you needed to win, but I, I do agree with you. A draw wasn't the the worst draw, uh, the worst result in the world, but. A draw wasn't curtains for us. It's, it's 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 not. But I mean, you look at the form. I mean, it, it's possible that they yeah. can get there. But the form that Liverpool are showing right at the minute is it. Uh, where where's it going to change? I'm hoping it doesn't change against Man United. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously you need a. Well, where are we now? We're we're February. The Man United game is going to be March, right? Yeah. So literally, we can lose to Man United, and then we can go on a decent run, and we can still make top four. That's true. So uh, again, again, I'm not worried. Obviously, Tottenham won against Chelsea, a point, a game that we'd usually expect them to maybe draw or yeah, I'd say draw. No, to be fair, you're right. So, so like a, again, the only ad- adverse thing is that Tottenham won and took all three points against Chelsea, which technically is a tough game. But if we lose against Man United, we can still go on after that. I think we've got City. You've got you've got we've got you- Arsenal and City and Ch- and we've played Chelsea twice. We've got Tottenham. You 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 played twenty three games. Tottenham have played twenty five. Um, yep. Tottenham have got forty five points. So if you win your next two games, what is that? You got forty two points, so you'll be three points behind them. Exactly. Mm. So yes, it's, and then yeah, I think yeah. we, we've got Man City, we've got Man United, uh, we've got Arsenal. Yeah, you might as well write the Arsenal game. And we got Tottenham. <laughs> and we got Tottenham. I think. Yeah, you got to do it the hard way. If you like, it's you got to yeah. definitely do it. The I, hard I don't way. even think it's the hard way. If I'm going to be honest, you've got to play us as well. But that's yeah, yeah, but I'm saying we can, we can. The way Tottenham have been playing, we can lose to Man United and we can lose to Arsenal and still get top four. If I'm going to be honest, mm, I think so as well. To be honest, I, I think um, from the amount of games that Liverpool have played and and seeing how they've played this season to where they stand in the league. Shows that it's possible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is so possible. I, I, I won't be happy with it, 
No, 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 exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of but be you take you take it. I'll take it. But yeah. I'll be yeah, yeah. It'll be one of those things, you know, like when your ch- child is eating McDonald's but they're crying at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but because yeah, I, I... <laughs> but you're pushing them to eat because they're crying. <laughs> it's one of those kind of things, isn't it, man? But yeah. All right. So moving on, let's move, let's move on. Obviously, we're gonna go on to just a small matter of the top of the league, Arsenal. Obviously, they um, had the opportunity to extend their lead to five points at the top of the table with Manchester City playing later on in the table, which they successfully did with a 1-0 win over Leicester. Leicester proved to be a a stubborn side for the league leaders after being um, panoggered by Manchester United. You might have expected, especially with... um, Especially with um oh god, what's his name now, man? Why has his name evaded me? Um it's gonna come back to me. Sorry, sometimes that happens to me. Mind block. Leicester's Leicester star player. Oh Madison. Madison, let's see. There we go. Madison, yeah. especially with Madison missed obviously mi- missing. Wait, wait, he wasn't he didn't play that game. No, he didn't I play didn't that he didn't play that game. You would have expected that it it might have been too tough of a feat for Leicester. To, to come up against Arsenal but Leicester put up a very very good performance um, against Arsenal considering just to keep it 1-0 Wait, hold but, on. what's happening here? But, but that being said no, we're moving on to Arsenal as in are we talking about Leicester playing Arsenal recently? yes what Leicester put up a good performance you just said they put up a good performance to keep it at 1-0 but that being said mm. it was probably one of those 1-0 score lines a very entertaining one of those scorelines because it could have been a three, four, five, nil scoreline. VAR mm. obviously had. A... Did 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 anybody capture capture the game? Mm, yeah, I, I actually um I watched I watched the up up until seventy five minutes. Yeah, and <laughs> what was mad about the game is that um it cut out for me around. <sighs> 50 minutes okay so I came back and I just didn't check the score I didn't look at the score while I was watching the game so I assumed it was nil-nil mm. so I went to the gym and I was thinking come on Leicester come on Leicester <laughs> and then I just saw that I think he scored at 46 minutes I was like what <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, I was so sad bro I had the worst workout I've ever had in my life bro <laughs> alright so obviously coming into that game Eddie Nketiah has been leading the line he's been leading the line for since Jesus has been injured and there's been some 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 talk around the club that maybe obviously since the United win when Ketcher scored the brace that potentially there's no one pushing him for places potentially complacency yeah. may have put, mm. um, um, set in yeah I thought so yeah and and maybe in the way that he plays and this is no indictment on Eddie and Ketia, but it was taken away from some of the performers that were performing to a level prior to him coming into the team and it looks like whether the fans may have been onto something because Arteta had picked something up and it looked like Trossard um, Martinelli and Saka was the front three with Trossard leading the line playing the false nine um, did you did did either of the podcast pundits capture the game? Do you do you have any um, comments on that? Yeah, I think Tross, Tross, Trossard, I think he's shown that he, he sometimes he needs to start those games as well. And I don't know whether he's, I wouldn't say reluctant, but I don't know whether he, he's trying to see how he's trying to bed into the team and things like that. But I, I thought he had, a, he had a really good game, actually, Trossard. And obviously um, being unlucky with the goal as well, 
uh, seeing that obviously it was chalked off of VAR because obviously the, um, they said the, was it the keeper that got held back um, before he shot it for like top bins. And what, did, what did you think of that? What did you think of that? Did you think that that goal should have been chalked off? I think like with every decision this this year, I think VAR at times is fast call. If I'm honest. Um, because you never know which way they're going to go. And and I think that is what people get um, bored of. Because if it was consistent, then you'd be like, okay, cool. But then you just get ludicrous decisions. And, and obviously, again, I, like most of the times for me, someone's interpretation of it is always going to be different. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Even if you're a referee, I, I still don't see how certain things are let go and certain things are, are deemed like a foul. I mean, that's funny you say that because when you say certain things are let go, do you recall when um, Arsenal were playing Aston Villa and Ollie Watkins did on, exactly on, the same on. thing? Hang on, let me get the, let and, me get the violin and, out for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put in the suitable sound effects later. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> no, I'm playing a game, man. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Listen, yeah, I guess everybody wrong. Come on. Did, I, did, I did not ask Drayman to say what he said. He said about you know. He said it about VAR in general. And, and then I you had to make it personal about I, Arsenal. Let's talk about the game, bro. I'm, Arsenal I'm, fans really do. Believe yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm there's a vendetta, is. isn't it? Come on, man. VAR is just shit in general. Shit. It's yeah. nothing to do with. Okay, Arsenal, so bro. all right, if if it's nothing to do against Arsenal, I'm gonna ask my question anyway because we're talking about Arsenal, the Arsenal segment. Here we go. Yeah. Here just, we go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. When <laughs> Ollie Watkins did the same thing to impede Ramsdale, the goal stood. Mm. But exactly. On, to be to be fair, I was thinking back at that point, if I'm honest, with the keepers, that situation. Thank you. Um so I'll give it I'll give it to Striver there. Um yeah, and yeah, I think Trossard, yeah, he he he's definitely deserving his he, um a starting place for me. Uh and Martinelli, he got the goal, didn't do didn't do too badly. Um and I think, yeah, I think maybe like you said, I think that the heavy reliance on Enketia, maybe it is playing a little bit on him. Because, you know, like, um, even, like, obviously, don't want to go back to Man United, but obviously we got Wegkost, and he is kind of in his head. He's trying hard to score a goal, mm. but it's just not happening. Yeah. And I sometimes feel like when strikers have that in the back of their mind... It's not going to go in because you're you're trying too much. I don't think that's why he's not scoring. No, <laughs> me neither. I don't think that's why. He's, yeah, because he's yeah, he just looks like he just he hasn't he hasn't got his his finishing ability isn't up there with with um some of the better, the better strikers. Um, that's that's where I think his issue is. Sorry, but well, yeah, no, sorry. Back to Trossard. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. I'm surprised that's the first game that's happened did, because did, we've did seen Trossard him. give you. Did you you said you watched the game up until about the seventy? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I'm just going to ask you this. Obviously, Trossard gave us, I'm an Arsenal fan, so Trossard gave us something different than Enketia gave. Did it, did, was it reminiscent of what Jesus gives Arsenal? I, f- I think so. Um, and again, if you've watched Trossard at Brighton pre-January, he's played a couple games. Before he had beef with De Zerbi, he played a couple games up front. And in mind, it's the game where he got a hat-trick against Liverpool and just seen him as a pest like a pest to somebody who um, you can't kind of like anticipate how much pace they have because they can accelerate and decelerate and accelerate at very, like at will. Mm. So even though you're in a foot race with this guy, like even if you kind of like put your rule into it, like this guy's going to get to the ball too first, isn't it? 
So, and that's what Jesus does sometimes as well. So like what he'll do, he'll do a bit of skill and make you feel like as a defender, you're going to get to the ball and then he has quick feet, manoeuvre it around you, knock it past you, accelerate past you as well. I think Trossard can do that as well. And he does that on the wing. Yeah. And that's why I'm a bit surprised that he hasn't started Trossard up front already because we know that he's capable of doing something there and against big teams. I'm surprised that he came in this game because for me, Nketiah has kind of take, turned the gas down on his fire a, a while ago. Yeah, I mean, just to, to, to add to what you've said, your your observations, I mean, Trossard coming into the team, it was, it was, it was quite interesting for Arsenal. I'll say that because um, what you found with Martinelli since um, Jesus has been injured, it's, it's been quite known that his output has has kind of drastically yeah. reduced to the point where he even got dropped. And if we go back to when Martinelli um, last um, started with Enketia, he got one pass from Enketia. Um, in this game where he played, he linked up with Trossard. Trossard found him eight times. Mm. and um, obviously we, we saw the difference that made because Martinelli was on the score sheet and we, we, it was almost you saw the, the Martinelli of old now again this is not an indictment on Nketiah but it's mm. just to kind of show that with, with Trossard playing as the false nine dropping deep he allowed obviously Saka to sometimes come in and, and, and take that nine role at times even it, it, it afforded Odegaard the opportunity to to, to come forward and, and take up that position. Trossard sometimes would drift to the left. In fact, in fact, that's, I think that's where Martinelli's goal came from when he drifted to yeah. the left. You know what I mean? So we almost saw shades of when Arsenal had Gabby Jesus in the team. And um, dare I say it, if we all remember, Gabby Jesus did have a bit of a goal drought. What we are seeing in Trossard is this guy knows where the back of the net is. So the question I'm going to ask to the podcast pundits, obviously we saw the way the transfer window went and obviously Arsenal seemed to get all their backup targets. But in an inadvertent way, has Arsenal, once upon a time you might have thought they didn't win the market, but have they potentially won the market? Is Trossard a much better buyer than Modric could have been for, for yeah. them? Uh, is Georgino? No, I think I think um, people that said that they had a bad window, that's factoid because, mm. first of all, we know that uh, obviously Jorginho can't do what Partey does, but we know that he's adept at certain things that Arsenal would appreciate right now. And even though they didn't get Mudrick, they got Trossard, who is more than accomplished in the Premier League. Like, you can't... Even though Liverpool have been like, stinky this season... You don't scoff at a hat-trick against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And if somebody who's doing that at Brighton, you're getting him for how much it was at 30 odd mil? Yeah. How Something like that. How old is he? He's, uh, I think he's, like, he can't be more than 27. Let's do a quick Google, shall we? But, yeah, but, but however yeah. old he is, like that's nothing to scoff at. So like for me, there's no way that Mudrick can be better than Trossard. It's 28. It's 20, yes, okay. There's no way Mudrick can be better than Trossard because he doesn't have a body of work. He has nice YouTube clips. I'll grant him that, but he doesn't have a body of work, and he doesn't have it against big teams. And since 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 that, um, obviously, when he first came into the prem, and he had that that little spurt that made everyone wonder. Oh, it, it tricked us. Yes, yeah, it got us. Mm-hmm. It got us. But uh, again, there's no like you'll be crazy to say I'm going to take Mudrick over Trossard. I, I, had a, I had a feeling as well. The, um, Shakhtar players, 
it's hot and cold with you them. Said they, that. They, they, they burn up you, you, um, Ukraine and sorry, probably bad choice of words there. <laughs> um, but they do their thing in Ukraine in a, in Shakhtar and they come to um, um, other leagues and they just look underwhelming, particularly the Premier League. Williams probably the exception where he's, he's probably delivered. But remember Bert Bernard, yeah, yeah, Bernard, yeah, yeah. Um, for Everton. Oh man, that guy had so much chips in him. Yeah. But you know, I think one one thing I'll say about it as well, we we probably need to start. Um, taking notes of our hot takes because I said when Arsenal didn't get Mudrick, I said they've dodged the bullet here. They've dodged mm, I the remember you said that. But what I what but I, I don't think I paid enough attention to Trossard. Well, I think I did. I said Trossard is a great signing, mm, but yeah, I don't I think, think I don't I think, think Arsenal fans celebrated it as much as because I would have loved to have had Trossard same, same at Liverpool, said, man. Same, hundred percent. Like especially now that Jota's kind of coming back from injury and he's not. I don't think he's going to get sharpness back this season. Trossard would have been amazing for us. So, uh, um, so whatever you were saying, where does he, Trossard that, like? Where is he in terms of levels of like players? If that makes sense, at Arsenal. No, in terms of just overall, like overall, like well, who would you compare him with? What's his level? Um, I mean, there's so many players that he has a lot of higher output than no. Because I'm just saying it in terms of you know you're saying that the Arsenal fans probably weren't as excited about this striker. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So what? where are they looking at him? Okay, so based on Arsenal players, mm. I have him higher than Martinelli. I have yeah. him higher than Nketiah mm. before he went there. I have him higher than them. And, because, and, and in theory, he's actually higher than... He should, well, he, should have, he should have been higher than Modric as well because he's been in the Prem. Exactly. He's done it in the Prem. So yeah. we've seen it with our own eyes. He's proven. It? Yeah, in, in the, in the Uk- um, Ukrainian league, it's, I mean, it's... Respect but the only thing about Mudrik is that he did it in Champions League. He, to be, he to got be honest, I don't remember it. I don't remember. I think to, I saw be, to be honest, Trossard um, is XG. I think I saw this um, somewhere. So don't quote me on this, listeners. But I, I think it was even more favourable than Jesus and, and Ketia. Yeah, I did see that. Actually. I, I'd yeah. expect it to be higher than Jesus. Yeah, so I, I think yeah. Though, but, yeah, yeah, so I think he, he's he's gonna cause um, some 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 good problems for um, the Arsenal mm. coach. Um, obviously, Drayman, you were talking about, obviously, I think I, obviously I led you into that conversation, but we were talking about VAR and some of the decisions and obviously the, the violin came out. There was another um, incident in this game. I'm not too sure if you if you gentlemen <laughs> caught it, where Saka got brought down by um, Harry Suter. And um, it, it just seems to be something that is continuously happening to, to Arsenal. And um, I mean, Marley Marl is rolling his eyes at the moment, but. It, it just seems that when it comes to Arsenal, they're not getting the decisions. Did did any of you catch it at all? Or because what I was going to ask is, do you believe that the referee got it wrong? Should that have been a penalty? Because obviously Ian Wright has has come out and attested that that was definitely a penalty. Did anyone capture that or not? Ian Ian Ian, Ian Wright's um, comments would could could easily have been taken as a rant. Because I saw the I saw the rant before I saw the uh, the actual incident. Did Did you see it, um, Joe? No, I didn't see it. What, what, what's your take? Do you Do you think it was it was a, a, it, it was a stone, penalty? Stonewall. Stone yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go as far as saying mm. it was a Stonewall penalty because you you could see like Saka's not paying any attention to um, Sitar. Yeah, uh, he, he's just going to play the ball. He's been tripped up and bundled over. That's a penalty. Penalty. Mm. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not really sure how they do these VAR decisions, but from my understanding, there's, there's a main 
official. I don't like these three pm. Sorry to cut you. Yeah. I don't like these three pm kickoffs anyway because Saka also scored. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that, but he got ruled out. Mm. He didn't score if he got ruled out. So did Nacho then. But the lines weren't even drawn out, so we don't even know if they made another mistake. Mm. This is this is why I say they're crazy. All right, because they, they, do you think so? You're telling me there was a repeat offense from the last last offense where someone got has, sacked, has lost his job, and is now on the dole. Yeah, has lost that his job. Dude, you think uh, nah? I, I, but that, then you you watch Arsenal versus Leicester, and you see your star boy taken down in the penalty box, and there's no penalty. But I'm not sure if you guys saw it, and I'm I'm prepared to move on because Arsenal won that game, and obviously they sit. Two points clear at the top of the table at the moment because mm. obviously Man City was able to claw their claw that lead back. Yep. But we're not yep. going to go on to City first. We I think we should touch on the Spurs game. So let's just talk about. Sorry, just to go back. Just, that was a penalty. Just, just it, was a, it, it was contact, mm. but I think it was a bit too soft. You you do this. Mm. You do this, Joey. Tell the truth. No, no, no. You, you, <laughs> Tell you, the truth. You always do this. Anytime, anytime it comes to an Arsenal claim, That's you not... always say it's too soft. Yeah, because you are... No, you do this. Bro. Since Tony Adams left, bro, you've, you been do soft this. Team. <laughs> you've been a very soft team. Since Martin Keogh and Tony Adams and Patrick Vieira, yeah, yeah, you've been a very soft been, team. They've been pretty soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the one thing that Man United have done right, is bring a bit of steel in yeah, Casemiro yeah. and Lissandro and Martinez. Mm. So when I say it's a bit too soft, you can't say I do this. I'm just telling the truth. Bit of a soft centre, yeah. But that's what you get with kids. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what I was going to... When I was saying, Dan, like in terms of the VAR... From my gathering is that obviously I think it's one official mm. that kind of looks at it with yeah. other, another two others that maybe draw lines or whatever. They're more technical though. Yeah. But if it was me and these VAR decisions are obviously they're basically whether you get the points or not now because obviously they're big decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to have in my mind two referee officials in the VAR thing judging that. So that while they can both listen to me, they can both either say whether they think it's obviously a penalty or not. If, for instance, they both disagree, so one says yes, one says no, then it goes back to the referee to have a look who will have the final say. Yeah, I, I don't think that will work. I think the referees are cowards. Because the fact of the matter is, like, when a referee is looking at it in that um, room in, where is it, Stockley Park? Yeah. Like, he's obviously telling the referee on the pitch that, all right, this is what I think, but you can also make a decision yourself. Mm. And rare is the case that they, they go to the monitor and they'll be like, do you know what? I disagree with that. So having two... No, but that's what I'm saying. If the two agree in the VAR room, then you don't even need to go to that's, your that's referee. That's like five minutes worth of conversation though, man. Yeah, but if it needs it for right, big decisions... If it, if it gets the right decision. But, but the right decision is subjective. Because yeah, no, that's what right I'm saying. decision was what was given. But then obviously you don't because you are victims. I don't have a victim mentality. So there's no way I can say that. You that can't be a victim. What's that Arsenal helpline? Do we have it? How does the violin go again, Jules? Yeah, have you been affected by an Arsenal VAR claim? How are you jumping the league and still laughing at you? Trout down sneakers. These guys are laughing as Arsenal won their game one day yeah, and extended the lead. That's like you, the even, the even when you're successful, you're still clowning. <laughs> bottom ass niggas. So what I was, what I was going to say was going to say there's a lot of teams that are in trouble at the bottom of the table, you know. Yeah, yeah Liverpool. Leicester being one of them. <laughs> they are close. Yeah. They are very, very close and I wouldn't mind them going down. Right. Southampton as well, but I think I've always yeah. rooted for Southampton, but I think, you know, man. Like, Speaking of teams enough. that are close to the bottom of the table, Arsenal play Everton. Um, is um, a close return fixture to another when Arsenal... Team, another team that's enough. Who's, who's at home? Um, 
Arsenal's at home this oh, time. Yeah. 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 You lot need that's to win five game, of them. Yeah, five. I think this redeems the, the game that's in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously Arsenal win this game, then it, it goes back to five points. And yeah, I'd like Sean to actually get relegated again. Yeah, so what you guys you you guys are predicting an Arsenal, a yeah, Arsenal yeah, result? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think um, easy. Sorry, just going back to the last result. Um, something that's kind of like that I, again. I kind of always question since I think that Troy Deeney thing. Right. I've always questioned this since again. Like I said, Tony Adams, Patrick Vieira, and Thingy left. I've always questioned like the mental steel and fortitude of Arsenal. But then when Troy Deeney did that thing against you lot. I kind of like it, it kind of resurfaced you know you're talking about something that happened so long ago you know at the moment do you know what's happening no now? no no but, but I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm just Saliba but I'm saying that one nil and, that's what I'm saying. and arguing you listen I'm saying that to say this so Troy Dini said that so right now you, you're seeing Saliba and Gabriel and you're seeing Party kind of bring that still back mm-hmm. and Arteta managed that still back into young boys isn't it mm-hmm. so um, what I will say about you lot winning kind of like so quietly getting on with your business I think that's priceless mm-hmm. in terms of how what it does for your top of the league and premier winning the premier league title battle as well this Leicester game getting that 1-0 that's that's a massive thing like especially if I look back at Man City and the Liverpool title winning seasons those 1-0s against those teams where there could be potential banana peels they're huge games isn't it mm-hmm. so I think if you look take that result and then go on to the Everton game and win that game again these are massive priceless yeah, massive battles strides thingy, especially yeah. if Tottenham, Man City's form is in question as well yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you and, and that's good observations Joey um, let's go down to the neighbours down the road Spurs they were up against um, um, they were in a London derby against Chelsea that game ended 2-0 2-0 in Spurs favour um, obviously that result may spell doom for the Chelsea gaffer in Potter should do but um, funny yeah. enough the Spurs gaffer is never present when Spurs win mm. that's very interesting did anyone catch that, catch that game I did yeah bro so how what talk to me how, how did you what what did you what did you make from that game? Did you did you catch the the goal? Because um, yeah, it, it so, was a it was a scorcher of a goal. So I came in um, ten minutes, and then I saw um, Oliver Skip lace that goal. Um, I think Kepa should have saved it. To be fair, it was kind of straight at him, and he had a soft wrist. Typical. And went in. So um, I was disappointed that because um, obviously, like this is the first time Oliver Skip has scored. So they're thinking like, obviously, like the first time you score a goal, it's serendipitous that the guy who's behind the goal has a soft wrist and it goes in when it shouldn't have really gone in. It was straight at him. Um, after that, so I'm watching now, watching and I've got to go out and I'm thinking, fucking hell, man, I'm tired. What should I do? I slept. The game was boring, bro. <laughs> the game was boring, bro. Like it's only when I woke up like 15 minutes later that I saw that Harry Kane had scored. So um, there's nothing to report back other than Chelsea are in trouble, bro. And I'm surprised the manager's still here recording. This is Monday evening recording. I'm surprised the manager's still there. Especially I did just suffered two um, 1-0 defeats to both Borussia Dortmund and Southampton. I mean, I I, I think... Oh, wow, that's three, three defeats. Oh. Yeah, it, 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 it's, quite, it's, it's quite bad for Chelsea 
to be fair. What do we make I mean, of Chelsea's I mean, just... that, that's nothing to be ashamed of, losing to Tottenham and Borussia Dortmund. No, but like, they, Borussia it, Dortmund, club, Southampton it, and, and Tottenham. And, and Southampton Chelsea, is, yeah. Is Chelsea, Chelsea scored one goal in their last six games and yeah. they've won just one of their 11 matches yeah, they're, in they're, they're in a bad way. Who, who, who do you blame for their goal scoring? Because obviously, like, Delestrada always mentions that Graham Potter never really got goals at Brighton. Mm. As soon as he loses... Roberto De Zerbi's getting loads of goals yeah. at Brighton. Um, he's got Aubameyang, but Aubameyang's not in the Champions League squad and he's not in starting line. Yeah, Aubameyang, he shows what he thinks of Aubameyang. But, but Aubameyang has been a bum, respectfully. I, I, can't, yeah, I, can't, I can't blame um, the players for, for, for the lack of goals because they've got so many options right now. Figure something Go out on, that na- works. Na- no, but name me the options who gets goals because the only person that, that I can see in there is Raheem Sterling. Yeah. You've got Raheem Sterling, you've got um, Pierre Bangham that they're not using. Obviously, he's, that, he's out of form, but yeah, not, yeah. he's not even giving him a go. But, but and understandably, because he did give him a go. What's the striker called? Fofana? Fofana? Yeah, Fofana. No, but, and uh, he's looked, he's looked uh, well. Fofana got his opportunity when Silva, he got he got he had an early buff. No, no, no. It wasn't. He didn't get a red card. He, he, I think, he got injured. I believe. No, who talking about? Well, you're talking about Wesley Fofana. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. no. You're talking about, I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure Diafra Fofana or something like that. I though. can't remember his first name, but I'm pretty sure they got a striker. Yeah, they got a striker. But he, he, he looks pretty good. I, I didn't like the look of him when I saw him. Okay, I, I like the look of him and um, Maduake, and I think I, like so, like players like that, for instance. Um, and I keep on just um, moving back to, to to Ten Hag, and sorry for doing that, but like I I don't I think when you've got the chops as a coach, like I don't think it should take as long as it does, or long no, as no, Potter no, 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 is no, no, taking. No. For the, for You're the, being unfair. You you can't. You he, he won. He won, it, he won the Energy Cup. Um, cup in it. Yeah, but what I'm saying, you can't. Like, obviously, how many managers have we seen come in and do what Ten Hag does? He's like. He's, not many, he's, what he's done is very exceptional, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. So if we're going to relate it back to the... Sorry, just going back to what we're saying about the players. Madwike, he kind of like puts in a shift, but his end product hasn't been great. And I, so I think a lot of these things, you're blaming Potter, but Havertz doesn't get goals. And he's not and, been getting goals for a while. He keeps on playing him. He doesn't really have a choice. But and sorry, because... But like, he does. Now, hang on, let me, let me just on. say, Raheem Sterling is the only one who looks like getting goals and he's just come back from injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Thingy doesn't get goals. He's not a goal scorer, if we're going to be honest. Mm. What's his name? Um, at Loco Madrid, Don. Uh, Fa- Felix. Jao Felix. Jao Felix. Felix. Doesn't get goals. He's not a goal scorer like that. Um, Mudrick is supposed to come in and do stuff, but he's looked a bit stinky since that game against Liverpool. When he but you've got to remember, these are still young players that exactly. probably still need to be coached. So that's what I'm saying. It's a bit unfair how we're judging Potter and these guys who are not, Potter. by any measurement, goal scorers. They're missing two sure, man. But Potter ain't got the juice, man. Re- I, uh, and I, and I, and I, I can't argue I, with that, but I, I stopped being because I was in his corner somewhat. Um, it's the interviews, the interview, the, the last interview particularly yeah. really stressed me out. I was like, no, 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 that interview was moving, was, bu- it, like bummy, like yeah, that was quite offensive. It was, but, but, com- it's, it's comparing himself to managers. He's got no right comparing. Yeah, but I, to I don't. He, I don't think he compared himself to the managers. He compared himself to the managers while they were losing. Why they were no, losing. but, but yeah, he still has. He, he still has no right. Why to, not? So, for instance, he he compared himself to Arteta, right? When he was losing, but but. Let's just put some context in there. So Arteta took over Arsenal. Arsenal had just um, got rid of Unai Emery. Then they had um, Lundberg. Then they had Lundberg as um, a caretaker manager. And then he's taken after after 18 games or so, right? Um, They were 13th place. He's got Arsenal up to 8th place and he's won an FA Cup. That bought him time because he's won a trophy. Arsenal fans are besotted with Arteta at the moment. You're expecting a brilliant season coming up. How, how long did that take, sorry? 
that, that was literally half a season's work. So six months, yeah. Yeah, half a season's work. And then in the next season, Arsenal fans obviously would have been hopeful for the best, mm-hmm. but finish eighth again, not happy mm-hmm. about that. And then you and uh, you start the, the following campaign losing your first three games. Mm. I, I can't Against recall... Brentford. But you, it may have even included a, a five 0 loss to Man City. I'm not sure. I just remember the game against Brentford. Yeah, there, there was just there was just some heavy losses. But caveat that with half the squad was missing. There was it was a COVID period. It, it was completely different to somebody who had spent a, a billions on a on a young young squad. I just feel you, you don't bring um, but, but, in it. Sorry, and then Klopp, if just, he, if he didn't you... win the FA Cup. And, but, but he did. No, but I'm saying, but if he didn't win the FA Cup, because it's, sometimes you have to look at the the circumstances. When did he start? He didn't. He started off. He start off but, January. But, but why, why and the FA Cup isn't 100 percent attributable to no, but, Arteta. But, yeah, but, but okay. I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you could, you, you. I, I, fact, I, factually, factually, it's not 100 percent Arteta's fact, win. Factually, you could say that, but then also factually, you have to appreciate that. Uh, there's no factual the, the, appreciation. The, game, the games that Arteta <laughs> had to take on was against Chelsea and Manchester City. But it doesn't City. matter though, bro. It does matter. Because no, because they, you these can't are, get these, to that stage these, without these, what Emery did are, there. Fair enough. So that's but, what I'm saying. But you factually. can't win the cup without beating City and beating 100%, Chelsea. 100%. 100%. And, and, and Potter in that position today would lose. You don't know that. Because well, he's not in that position. So you can't say that. Well, but what I, what, what, based but, on what but, he's saying... But, but is, the same way you, you're saying that you don't know that, I'm saying that what you what we do know... Let's just focus on what we do. Yes. Is Arteta was in that position and he, and won. he won. Yeah, and that, and that was the credit that he was. That, so, that, so that's it, the credit. That's the credit that afforded him. Yeah, the, yeah. the the grace to still be in a job. So again, speaking on Potter what, doesn't have that. No, grace. No, but he doesn't have the grace. But factually, and speaking, and he also mentioned Klopp. Yeah, it's, it's rude. No, no, no. But, but it's rude. It's but, because you're saying but 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 there's no but. Yes. No, you have that's, to let that, me that's finish. The, that's the point. My my, my, my point. It's not about caliber because again. These guys don't have caliber until they hit success. That's the point. But he did have success. No, he no, had no. Success in Dortmund. As no, well. I'm saying like, Arteta, Arteta and, didn't and, have success. Arteta on, never on, managed. On. Guys, you have to let me finish. What I'm saying exactly. These guys didn't have success until they hit success. That's his point. So you know, and that's the point of every manager that gets kind of like sacked before the time. I get it's it. like if yeah. you're saying if you afford me time. I'm going to do this. I get the point. I get the point he was trying to make, but it was trash. Like, bro, you're not that. You're not that guy. It's not a great point, yeah, but, but I kind of see what you're saying. I just don't necessarily agree with it, and it's not the hill for me to die on. But 100, percent yeah, yeah. Like, um, I hear what he's trying to say. Yeah, but I, 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 I do hear. I, I get what you're saying, but you, when you're when you're kind of like going through adversity, yeah. Don't point at other people. But what about what? What about him? What about exactly? Don't exactly, don't bro. do that. It's, it's, it's poor. I think it's. I think it's a. It's 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 a it's a poor it's a poor choice. A poor choice. A poor strategy to to try and get the people off your back. Like it. It felt out out of character as well. And, and it was it was the wrong two people. In my yeah, opinion. And yeah. you're using Klopp. Klopp at the moment. Yeah, some Liverpool fans might be. No, yeah. no, but Liverpool fans wanted him out. Like I said to you earlier on. When he lost the Europa League final, they wanted him out. Then he lost the Champions League final. They wanted him out because people are irrational. But and he was in the Champions League final. He was in the Europa League final. Yeah, but again... Who got him there? But but what I'm trying to say to you is that people wanted him out. It doesn't matter who got him there or where he was. But then look the at fact it. is that people are irrational. And then after people get sacked, 
when Arteta wasn't doing well, loads of people were talking about how maybe Emery should be here. And then obviously Emery got to a Europa League final with Villarreal, mm-hmm. who are a lesser team than Arsenal, in my opinion. So it's like, we say all of these things, but then there's like the opposite. And I, I don't think he's wrong in saying it. Maybe the way he said it and the people he's using examples aren't the greatest. But what the message he's trying to convey is that like, listen, I'm trying to do something and it's a tough job here. Bearing in mind the unprecedented circumstances of a person who's owned a team getting kicked out of the country by a war in Ukraine, whatever. And then a team going through change and turmoil. And I'm I'm the manager who just so happens to be here. I said he shouldn't be there this, uh, again, but he's there. So he's saying like, listen, shit is fucked up, but give me time. I'm gonna fix it. So and then do, obviously, so do, you, do, you, do you give Potter time? Um, do I give Potter time? I think if I believe in his message, that's that not he what I'm asking. Do you give Potter time? No, it's contextual. If I believe in it, then yes. If I don't believe in the initial he's message, got one then more no. game in him. If he loses no. the next game, he's out. No, no, no. Like, I agree. That, yeah. that 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 the comment you made in the in the uh, presser, and um, even even like the 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 the, the bants of like, oh yeah, I just came out of a crisis meeting. Like it, it's 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 this all weekend of desperation. No, don't be bantering me, bro. Yeah, no, I was yeah, yeah, for bantering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bro, honestly, bro, you bro, are, yeah. you're in the mud right now, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like, but keep it professional, bro. Like, I I think a uh, one more game, one more loss, he's out. Like yeah. as, much, as much as they want, to, want and and, to and I the, think he should get he should actually get to see the end of the season. But I'm where you are. Yeah, no, it's just not. Uh, uh, I, I think the only, the only thing that doesn't sit right with me is the preseason thing. I don't think you can see the best of a manager without them kind of like having preseason. Well, and I think the worst thing about this is that they've compounded it by chucking two hundred and fifty, sorry, three hundred and fifty million pounds worth of players at him. That just adds confusion. Can I ask you a question? It doesn't relieve the problem. Can, can it adds I ask you? Because obviously, can I? Let me just ask you a question. I do want to move on from this, yeah. um, but we can. Is it arguable that Bowley is? having a bit of an ego moment here like I've 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 hired um Potter he's Brighton star I can't sack him otherwise it makes me look like an idiot uh I wouldn't would, say I wouldn't, would, I wouldn't, would Roman have sacked him by now Roman would have definitely sacked yeah. him but I, I think it, it, obviously Bowley's come in um with a with a new a new ideas of how he wants to run the club and he wants to stay away from on, of that hiring firing managers and he's quickly. learning at the same yeah, time yeah and, and, and I think at this at this um point if if Bowley was to sack him now, I would say Bowley's um, displayed an incredible level of patience yeah. up until now. I don't think any anything could be said of Bowley. So, so is it stubbornness to not sack him now? It, like, is it a foregone conclusion? I, I, th- I, Should think, he be I think I think if he loses the next game and he's not sacked, then it's stubbornness for wow. me personally. Cool. Well, well done to Tottenham. Obviously, they've won. It was a brilliant goal from Oliver Skip. Harry Kane has scored as well, so he he's making crazy headway to breaking more records. Um, obviously. Just before we um we, we crack on, obviously we cannot um sorry, just before we, we, we end, we cannot um end without talking about Man City. Man City four one win over Bournemouth. It was uh, a dominant display to begin with. And then it looked like um Bournemouth um started to find their way um back into the into the game. Did anyone catch that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did, um, any words on that? Um, I think it was business as usual up until like the maybe 60th minute. And then um, I don't know if anybody saw the Newcastle versus Bournemouth game where they kind of showed that they they are actually capable of a bit of uh, grit Mm -hmm. and playing well and delivering good performances. Yeah. So I think they brought on, um, I've forgotten his name, is it Jaden Anthony or plays for Bournemouth? But anyway, they brought him on 
And then, yeah, he, he started kind of like playing a bit of football and Bournemouth started playing and Jefferson Lerma got that decent goal. Mm. So um, I, I don't think it's anything for Man City to worry about. They were comfortable and they just kind of let go of the reins and then Bournemouth seized an opportunity to get a goal. That's what do, it. What do you really think of um, Foden coming into the club? Um, I'm saying into the club, into the... That time. Into the side, yeah. That is about time. I've I've had the the, the idea. Um, another conspiracy theory is by um conspiracy theory by um uh, Marley Mar. Um, I I have the um idea that um Arteta or not Arteta Pep is um sacrificing the Premier League title for Arteta's uh, sake. Um, and one of the one of the reasons for that one of the supportive arguments for that is um the lack of use of uh, KDB and uh, Philip Foden. Mm. Um, so it was interesting to um have him back in the game, smashing player. He always needs to start for me. KDB always needs to start for me. When they're fit, they play. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's my that's my Jack, Jack Grealish has been really good. That, that that was the rebuttal I got as well, and I'm like, oh, I mean, he's been playing better, but yeah. is he better than Foden? Mm. I, I think he's been really good. I think I think what it is, Jack Grealish and Mares, they they play quite similar in terms of the way they play. Whereas Foden, he stays out wide. He gives you that option, and then he literally he gives you that option in behind. Whereas he's, he's not Gre- Grealish forward. and Mares, they like to get the ball into feet and run at their players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think to to actually um, to back you up, actually, MJ. I understand where you might come with such a ridiculous claim. A ridiculous claim I once also had, <laughs> by the way. But it's ridiculous now because obviously we saw that they they clearly are not in cahoots. I feel, oh no, they they, they don't want to lose to you, <laughs> but everything else. But I think I think um, yeah. If we look at how Man City played last season, where Rashford and Foden were getting loads of game times and getting loads of goals, he seems to be steering away from. That. Foden's the closest thing they've got to the Raheem Sterling model. That yeah, yeah. Like. So obviously, I think he's steering away from that model, and now he's just doing the inverting. So where he knows that Jack Grealish is going to dribble on the inside, and Mahrez is going to look to come, cut inside and finesse. Yeah, it's it's, mm. it's interesting Foden's lack of um, game time this season, and obviously what. Oh, but, but he, I think he was injured for a period as well. Yeah, I think he was injured, but he was definitely on the bench um, a, lot, mm. a lot of times as well. He's um, been doing that with like Diaz and Laporte as well, where they were injured, yeah, but yeah. then. And obviously they don't come straight back into the team after we, it. We've seen the, with the Concello thing that he isn't he isn't scared to to sell someone as well. So who knows who knows who's going to be um, who knows what's going on in that shopping board on it in the, in the summer. Room. Um, but yeah, Man City doing their thing. I mean that was a everyone expected that result, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, but right. then that, but then obviously standard. Man City seem to be a lot a lot a lot vulnerable more vulnerable at the back nowadays than they used to be. Is 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 that something that? As an, if you're an Arsenal fan, you can you can you can take confidence in, or do you just think that Man City took their their foot off the gas because they were so far ahead? I think, yeah, I, I think it's like the same thing that Pep's been talking about all season about how it's difficult to kind of motivate these players, and then these are players that are kind of in and out of the team through injury as well. So um, he's got a tough job on his hands, but uh, again, you've seen when it comes to the time crunch time when they have to play Arsenal that they're capable of kind of like pulling out these results and performances. So uh, there's not really that much to worry about. But at the same time, if you can't motivate the players to do that all the time, it's a problem. They'll be up there. Mm. They'll be up there. All right. So guys, before we, um, we're going to, we're going to bring this podcast to a close. Are there any standout players that, that made the back pages for yourselves? I'm going to just go around the, go around the table um, let, we'll... Is it just players or is it? Because I remember like um, yeah, yeah, Della yeah. Strada, he, he 
widened it out, didn't he? Oh yeah, like yeah. managers, coaches, yeah, managers, coaches, any anyone. So yeah, the the, the pool is wider. Um, let, we'll start with you, Marley Mar. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go for an obvious one today. It's got to be a uh, Fred. He's a. Uh, had a fantastic game in that um, in that almost a Champions League. Oh my God, we've been in the dungeons <laughs> in the Europa League. Yeah, it's got it's got to be Fred. He had a, an amazing game. He actually looked world class in that game, and he has those tendencies where he he actually does look world class, and then he has those games when he looks like he's um, playing in the Conference South. But yeah, <laughs> old type man like Fred. Unfair to Fred, man. Draymond, have you got anybody in in mind at the moment? For, your oh, back, for the back pages it's hard hard not to go obviously with with our team being that uh, we've won the silverware you're giving it to Manchester United I think I have to just because of the week they've had um, and I'm not going to give it to a player I think I've said I've said his name before I'm giving it to 10 um, you realise De Estrada opened this up so that you could actually avoid choosing someone mm, from Manchester United but that's United. why I think, I think you chose the whole club now one week where you've given it to Will still <laughs> So like, <laughs> give it to a Man United related. That's, that's, that's what happens when you keep winning, man, and your team keeps playing that. well. I respect that. I, um, wish, I wish we started this podcast in 2019, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I could give it to Liverpool. Yeah, week. no, I just, um, especially, I just think the week we've had uh, and two big games that I'm, um, I'm guessing that a lot of uh, rival teams had hoped that we had um, had had a bad dip in form or a turn of fortune. But um, 10 seems to have um, got us through these games um, every four days. And, I, I, you know, I've got to give it to the guy. Um, yeah, so I've got to give it to Ten Hag. And he deserves it. He's, we've, we've got a cup now. That's, that's one down. We move, we move on to the rest. Yeah, bro. Have you, have, you, have you got someone for the back pages, Joey? Um it's definitely not Liverpool related. That's the fact. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, 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 think, mean I mean, that was a given. You stop saying stuff that we already know. I mean, no, it could be Bajetic because again, that guy's. Mm. He seems a little bit out of sorts against Real Madrid. It's Real Madrid, calm down. <laughs> but um, I think yeah, mine's gonna have to be non-league again, isn't it? Like, okay. I think hashtag United they've got eighteen wins in a row. You lot are laughing, but like no. again, uh, any team again in the top uh, five steps, bro. 18 wins in a row, bro. It's madness, bro. And they're going to get promoted. And when they get promoted, you'll never hear me talk about Liverpool again. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that for sure. But yeah, congratulations, man. Bro, man. All right, cool. And I will, I'm I'm just going to go for an easy one. I'm just going to give it to, um, to Foden. I like the way that he came in after being um, admitted from the squad for so long, coming in and, um, and showing... Guardiola, how useful he can be to Manchester City and how he can make Man City a viable threat to Arsenal's title challenge. Guys, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Podcast Pundits, episode eight. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for listening to us. Congratulations to Manchester United on getting their first well well trophy done. for the season, the first trophy in their champion, six years. Champion, champion, ole, ole, ole.
Lake. See, just talking about the Carabao Cup is giving them is giving <laughs> Draymond the energy that he needs. The energy cup. He was sleeping during the podcast. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you win, man? You get bored. <laughs> so yeah, but, but guys, man, thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, um, catch us on all our social media outlets. Subscribe to us. Stay with us. We'll see you next week. We out.